Hello Rheumatology fans, welcome back to the blog. We've got a blog read again this week, um, Psoriatic Arthropathy is the title. So we're going to get straight into it. And certainly psoriatic arthritis is not easy. Uh, today, as I record this, uh, this will go out on the channel's couple of days uh, time. Um, but I had a paper brought to my attention by Martin Thomas on Twitter. He's um, first contact physio which is open access and you'll find the link in uh, the blog post. Um, if you're listening to this as audio only, then you just need to head to um, my website and you'll be able to find the link to it. Um, but it's a very interesting read. It speaks to a lot of the challenges we face when trying to pick out psoriatic arthritis and associated conditions in the sea of MSK presentations. I've tried to create some learning pointers in this blog and obviously I'll read them out to you in audio. So please do consider heading to the shop, rheumatology.physio forward slash shop, and you can find lots of resources. I've also released some 2022 courses as well. Um, so you can come and see me. There's one in Birmingham and an online one, um, and I think Exeter as well. Um, so you, wherever you are, you'll be able to come and see me, and we can talk all about rheumatology for hours on end it's fascinating um, get really good response to those really enjoy doing them um, loads of difficult challenging questions and we really talk about clinical application in the clinic suitable for fcps um, msk therapists or you name it um, it's worth coming along in my opinion obviously i'm biased a little bit but you know um, don't forget if you're um, watching this on YouTube, you can subscribe and get the audio for this on um, any channel that you'd like to listen to podcasts. Or the flip side is also true. If you're listening in audio, then you can, of course, um, watch me read these uh, blogs out. Um, you can watch my little face um, and you just need to go to YouTube and search Rheumatology Physio and subscribe there and you'll get the notifications. Feedback is greatly appreciated. Um, any uh, further read, reading uh, similar to this then please do send it my way um, you can email me quite happy to have that jack.march at choosehealth.co.uk or there is a contact form on the website as well so let's get into it and please remember this blog is not a replacement for clinical reasoning and if you are unsure get advice psoriatic arthritis is very often associated with psoriasis uh, approximately 75% ish of the time at onset great so we just wait for people with psoriasis to enter our clinic and boom off we send them to rheumatology no unfortunately this is a fail approximately two percent of the population has psoriasis and of those between six and 48 percent will develop an associated arthritis depending on how you define psoriasis and how you define the arthritis coupled with this there are various phenotypes that are starting to be explored in the literature these include but are not limited to peripheral spondyloarthritis, axial spondyloarthritis, peripheral synovitis, a combination of two or even all three. So the peripheral spondyloarthritis, um, for example, characterized by enthesis um, issues, so insertional tendon problems. This paper uh, that we're talking about today goes further into the difficulties as well. Early psoriatic arthritis is likely to present with joint arthralgia and fatigue um, as the main symptoms, which are very common, very non-specific symptoms. Think of all the things um, that might cause those. 
Compare this with axial spondyloarthritis or rheumatoid arthritis that often have associated joint stiffness or swelling, and then it becomes quite easy to see how we might struggle with these psoriatics. The whole paper's premise is that dermatologists are struggling and it advises the assistance of a rheumatologist in their clinics to help them differentiate out those with psoriatic arthritis. And that leaves me thinking, us MSK therapists, we're not skin specialists, nor are we inflammatory arthritis experts. So we are definitely going to struggle picking these out. And certainly um, I would say everybody is um, going to be able to be doing better at these assessments. So one final compounding challenge is a lack of overt biomarkers for psoriatic arthritis. So HLA-B27 is sometimes related, but usually when the symptoms are, are axial and anti-CCP is of no use at all. So then when you go, OK, so the biomarkers aren't really going to help. And also ESR, CRP, about 40 percent of the time may or may not be raised. Sorry, may be raised, in which case we're really shooting in the dark, unfortunately, with things to help us. So let's for a minute just agree that this is a challenge. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with me. What should we do about this in the MSK world? Below, um, and in a second, I have listed some things I want you to consider. It might be you look into it further, and I do have some associated um, further information, um, which I will point out as we get to it. Or it might be that next time someone attends your clinic, you go seek a colleague to bounce some ideas off. Maybe you write a case study, so on and so forth. So point number one, have a high index of suspicion in those with psoriasis. Make sure you dig deep to a f in, into inflammatory symptoms, history and family history. Are they getting joint stiffness? Have they had joint swelling? Um, has any of their family had any types of arthritis that you might be interested in? You need to check their nails. And I have a blog specifically about this um, called uh, Psoriatic Nails, which you can find on the website as well. Um, Next point, does the chronicity of symptoms fit with the proposed differential diagnosis? Chronic tendon issues or issues at multiple sites might be a clue to underlying inflammatory pathology. In back pain with concomitant psoriasis, make sure you ask about history of insertional tendon issues as well. So this is where we're getting that blend of different um, phenotypes as a possibility. Don't perceive negative inflammatory markers as ruling out psoriatic arthritis as a cause for symptoms. As I mentioned a minute ago, more of those patients can have negative inflammatory markers than positive, and we can't use biomarkers. There aren't any that are going to work very well. Consider diagnostic ultrasound to look at insertional sites. So if you've got someone with psoriasis and an insertional heel pain, as an example, then it might well be that diagnostic ultrasound is a really good use of resources to have a look and see if those are inflammatory in nature. You can use the SPADE tool, just head to spadetool.co.uk or the Screendom, um, which again is on my website, created by Paul Kerwan, um, which reminds you of all the questions you need to ask to consider a spondyloarthritis and to aid your clinical reasoning. I could, of course, keep going with the list. I'd, I always advise people spend some time in rheumatology to see inflammatory patients, what they look like, what they sound like, what they smell like, and, if, and how the rheumatologist might assess them. But also you could do, do very well spending some time in dermatology to see skin psoriasis types and the nail bed changes. These are all different and probably outside of the traditional MSK um, sort of scope of practice. Let's not forget a lot of publicity in recent years has 
has gone to axial spondyloarthritis and let's not forget that peripheral types exist as well now as i talked about in my previous blog not only do we want to make sure we refer patients to rheumatology um, when they need to go we also don't want to overburden rheumatology by over referring so thank you for if you are reading then reading this if you are listening listening and if you are watching then hello thank you for watching I do hope that you challenge yourself to dig into psoriatic arthritis a little bit more, starting with this paper. It's going to come into your clinic and it's going to be difficult for you to recognise, so let's get ahead of it. Please do check out my courses and other materials for more information, as well as the blogs we've already talked about today. And I'll see you out on the next blog.